0: Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to find out exactly the strategies you need to build and scale Impact, And we'll do that in just seven minutes with Beate Shalette. Now, Beate's entrepreneurial journey is crazy. It went from being a broke and single mom and immigrant who was $135,000 in the red to cracking the code and then selling her business to a gentleman named Bill Gates for millions of dollars. Since then, she helps coaches, consultants, service providers who want to grow their authority so they can scale their impact. She helps them design the framework, the strategy, and the system to streamline operations and therefore workflows. She's very passionate about building structure for overwhelmed and frustrated business owners who can't squeeze any more time out of their busy days. Beate, it's fantastic to have you here.
1: Bill, I'm so excited to be here. I mean, you basically just said it all in the introduction.
0: <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, that was quick. And actually, my first question, I actually did touch on, but I know it's a little bit more elaborate than what I just read. So who is your ideal client avatar?
1: My ideal client really is someone who has an understanding that strategy is really, really something that they need right now. I think they've wrestled with the thought that they may not like it, but they really need to implement it because things are going But in order to scale impact, in order to grow authority, they have to start to make themselves more and more obsolete. And the only way to do that is by building the strategies around that. That's when I get the call. I've worked with clients like Amazon who had, you know, for the employee resource groups, they needed a strategy. I've worked with the California Association of Realtors. They needed a strategic plan. I've worked with hundreds of small business owners anywhere from, you know, let's say two to 50 employees that are recognizing that something needs to change now. It sounds to, take to me series.
0: like you've identified a problem that they all share that you can solve. And well, what is that problem of this lack of strategy? What's it all about?
1: I think that the lack of strategy is number one, a misunderstanding of what strategy actually is. And The second part of it is, and I think, Bill, you probably can relate to this a lot in our space, a lot of internet marketers that are consistently insisting that this one product that they just launch is the answer to every problem that there exists. And the reality of it is that you have to have the strategy first, and then you look for the solutions that others are offering to see if they fit in that overall strategic plan.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So- uh Switching to the right brain just a bit. So tell us about the feelings or emotions that might be going on in our listeners' bodies that would give them a signal they should talk to you, Beate.
1: So number one is really that sense of overwhelmed. You can't wrestle any more time out of your day. There just isn't anything left. There is a relationship that I call the slave relationship to your business, where you are the slave to the business, where the business calls all the shots. There is a anger toward certain clients who just don't get it. So there is, these are really the symptoms of a lack of strategy. Again, is time, overwhelm, and a certain kind of anger.
0: So, okay, that probably resonated with a few listeners, I'm sure. So (laughs) these people that were listening to you, They've been told over and over again, maybe since birth, you've got to do something about this. You've got to solve your own problems and so forth. So when they try to solve this problem of overwhelm and, if you will, lack of being directionless, what are the mistakes you see people making over and over again?
1: Well, I think number one, when you want to make a change, the shocking fact is that it requires a change. And I think that that people... You know that people just don't think about that, which is absolutely ironic. Because I really want to change, as long as I don't have to change anything. And that, you know, because then when the change happens, or when you say, "Well, so you know, here, here are the five things that we've talked about. Here's the strategy. Here's how we mapped it out." And then they, and then they go, "Well." You know, and then suddenly they snap back like a rubber band. So I think that it is the lack of understanding, Bill, of the internal resistance that we have to change. And so without the appropriate mindset to make sure that you actually know that you are about to do something that changes the way you do things, nothing can happen. That's, I think, the number one mistake.
0: So I know that you have a list of things you could probably say, hey, you should do this, this, and this, but tell us one single thing that our listeners might be able to do that won't cost them anything. They just have to do it. What is this one thing that would really help people break through this, if you will, logjam, Beate, that you just uh, articulated?
1: I think it really is to be a little bit more diligent about who you are calling for help. To stop trying to chase a trend or to be insta-famous or to go viral, that's not how you grow your authority. Authority is grown as an industry expert. So whatever it is that you do, do it deliberately, do what you do really well and start trimming the fat. So that would be my most important advice is like, what can you unsubscribe from? What do you really don't have time for? What's not aligned with your personality type? What sounds good but doesn't fit the model? Just let go of these things and focus on the stuff that actually drives your business forward and the lifestyle you desire.
0: That's nice. i love I love that that trimming, cutting action that you've recommended. So I know also, I know, cause I, I'm on the inside here. I know that you've got a beautiful free resource, free gift that you've teed up for people. So explain the gift of Beate that you've got for people and where they would go on your website to get their hands on it.
1: Yeah. So the number one thing that we find is when people get kind of all caught up is when they don't understand who the customer is that they are selling to and what the actual problem is that this particular customer has, because most business owners look at what they've created and then they try to say, well, you know, now that I have this this product or the service, let me find somebody who who wants it, and that's the wrong approach. So you first have to use a technique, and this is in this in this free resource called the Airtight Avatar. It's a method where I teach you how to crawl into the head off the buyer. It sounds a little creepy, but when you're in there and you really take a look around and you recognize their people, that they, they need to pick up their kids, they have money worries, they think about getting fired, they have to make decisions where they're spending money that's not theirs, they have to justify. So when you really understand what these issues are that they struggle with, then and only then can you go back and look at your service or your product or your offering and identify how you need to position it so it can solve the problem. And this free program, it's only 15 minutes. You can get it airtightavatar.com.
0: Airtightavatar.com. Thank you very much. Now, I have asked you six questions. I've taken about six minutes. So what question should I have asked you or could I have asked you that would give huge value to our listeners? And then, what's the answer to that unasked question?
1: So the question is, what about failure, right? How about if I make a mistake? What happens when I make a mistake? When I've gone down the wrong road, I wasted money, time, and energy? How do I even know that X is going to work for me? Because that's what most people do. What I would say is that the most important thing in business is to look at failure as a nice guy in a neon colored suit with a big stop sign in his or her hands that says, do not go here. It's a cul-de-sac. Like you wouldn't get out of the car, throw yourself on the road, throw a temper tantrum. you like, I can't believe it. You're so mean to me. You know, what a failure. You just go, ah, uh, note to self, cul-de-sac, don't go anymore. Find a different way. So if you look at failure as a stop sign and you just get back into your car, find another way to get to your destination. Life will be so much easier. You will be happier and so will be your family.
0: Nice question, greater answer. I loved it. I love that illustration of the cul-de-sac. That's beautiful. So everybody look, in closing, let's focus on a single fact and that is this. Our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead they get there as a result of the owner First, learning and then applying a proven combination of having a specific strategy for growth with having an execution system to get that strategy done. And number three, leveraging high-performance teams. Now, you'll get the key to those three things. Just go to getbillsgift.com and get your hands on it. So thanks for listening. Beate, thanks for sharing your time and wisdom with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And just in case we didn't mention it, please make sure wherever you get your podcast that you go there now, subscribe and make sure you give Bill a five-star review with one takeaway and share this podcast with one other person.
0: Beautiful. That's such wonderful sage advice. Thanks, Beate.